It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. Happy Saturday, everybody. It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Vinny Maliulo alongside and Alex White back again Saturday and Sunday. We see Alex on the show. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Always good to have Alex in. Better hair than me. You always say about my hair. Oh, Alex you have pretty good hair. hair. I, 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 the reason I ignored it today, Vinny. I, I good call. Yeah, the reason First, I ignored it. I, I mean, and also, too, after uh, after the accidental uh, accidental uh, shot at Chris Andrews with that yesterday, I have to be a little <laughs> bit careful on that uh, moving forward. Uh, but uh, regardless, a big college football slate. Uh, Vinny, before yeah. we get to that, just have to bring it up. I, what we saw. Epic, in, you called it. What we saw in Boulder last night was <laughs> shocking, to put it politely. Stanford, who could not move the ball at all in the first half, down 29 nothing. Vinny at halftime, I saw it as high as plus 37 and a half for the game on Stanford. Did you pull the trigger? Of course I didn't. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but Stanford comes from 29 back, mm-hmm. the biggest comeback in Cardinal program history, and stuns Colorado 46-43 in double a- overtime behind Alec Iomanner's 294 second half and overtime receiving yards and three touchdowns. And how many receptions did he have? In he his had more receptions career? in the second half and overtime last night than he had in the whole season there going go. in, and he had more yards than he had going in. Uh, you know, Chris and I were talking about this game a, a while ago, uh, just this morning, and uh, you kind of turned it off. Are you You just just kept look checking the score after that, right? And watched, yeah. watched some other things. And, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a shocker. If but, you if you watch the interview after yeah. with Deion Sanders, he was absolutely shocked. Like he yeah. did a great job making it through that interview, talked to other reporters, answered their questions. He started to get a little irritated, but <laughs> I mean, really, his face said it all. Yeah, he was stunned. Well, one other one other note I will say, and and this is something at least keep in the back of your mind if you're betting Colorado games, and I don't think you'll have to worry about overtime again this year. But he is the uh, coach Prime is now twice done the wrong thing with the coin flip where he's taking the ball at the top of the first overtime and then the other team gets a choice in the second overtime and they're properly choosing to play defense you get a colorado overtime game got away with it against colorado state right didn't get away with it last night against stanford that's something at least keep in your back pocket if a game is trending towards potential overtime with colorado moving forward another thing keep in your pocket don't don't Get rid of your tickets. Don't yeah, definitely do don't do that. Never do uh, that. Hold all tickets. We say at the racetrack, hold all tickets. Yeah, never, never, never throw your tickets never out. Tear never, up. never tear them up. We've had a few you episodes where somebody comes up and with a pile like that. Was, can you please help me get, get some tape? Get, get the, uh, get, the get, 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 get that, ty- that typed up number at the what top you, of the thing, you, and that's what, the best way to do it, right, you, Vinny? What do you got there? That's, well, this is the, you know, this is the ticket on the, on, Stanford. Oh, really? That's a uh, confetti. Doesn't look sir. like it. Confetti. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's go into today's games. All right. Going to rotation number order as we usually do. Vinny, very exciting one out of the gate here because this is how the rotation numbers play out. One twenty-seven, one twenty-eight. Maryland hosting Illinois on this one. Uh, you know, <laughs> boy, Maryland last week. What a disaster that was if you had the Terps. In the, in the second half. Disaster. Yeah. Well, the whole game, I mean, I mean, you had no reason to not cover that. You don't. Uh, Maryland's 13 and a half, Vinny, down from 14 and a half in this one. Yeah. Uh, so points uh, being taken with Illinois. I mean, look, points are at a premium. We saw it last night. Uh, it, we were just talking about the Colorado-Stanford game, right, Jeff? So uh, we did open at 14 and a half on Monday morning. Uh, down to They took the 14 and a half, took 14, sitting at 13 and a half. It's been at 13 and a half for a few days now. Uh, total on the game uh, hasn't moved either uh, uh, in the last, uh, actually all week. It's 51 and a half, which is right around where it opened, Alex. I've got the numbers right there. Um, Maryland, they have covered in three of their last four besides that against Ohio State. But Illinois, 0-6 ATS. Can't can't get there with them. Mm. Let's, go to, uh, let's go to the next one. I have Maryland, to me, is the fourth best team in the conference as a whole at this rate because the Big Ten West is bad. I know that mm-hmm. Wisconsin would be favored against them on a neutral. 
Uh, Iowa, man, I, Vinny, I guess Iowa would would be a small favorite on, on a neutral against them, I guess. Uh, against Maryland? Not anymore, right? Not with the backup no, quarterback. I think so. No, Not with yeah, the backup quarterback with anymore. That, yeah. Uh, but uh, but this is this is the Illinois team. Chris brought it up again yesterday, and he's right. They've been one of the bigger disappointments in the country this year. I thought yeah. they would have a legitimate shot to win the Big Ten West and be lucky to make a bowl game at you this know, point. You know, Bielema, I'm sorry, Alex, but I was just going to say that Bielema, since he left Wisconsin, and there were high hopes wherever he went, and Arkansas as well. Yeah, really, it hasn't it hasn't panned out uh, under his under his watch. No, and I was just going to agree. Lucky to make a bowl game at this point. Let's uh, go to the next one, Alex. You have a play here. This is in Durham, one of those uh, triad games. NC State at Duke for this one. Riley Leonard. Riley Leonard is questionable, so it's not. We we assumed after the injury was suffered against Notre Dame, we definitely wouldn't see him. There is a possibility. It is unlikely, but he has been upgraded throughout the week here. Uh, Duke is still three, but you're looking at the total on this one with NC State and Duke. I am. I jumped on this early in the week. I am under 48 and a half. Great number. Thank you. Um, He is questionable. He did have that extra week. They're coming off a bye. I just, I mean, Duke is holding their opponents. Okay, throw out the Notre Dame game, which they only gave up 21 points. Throw out that one. They are holding their opponents to seven points per game. We have a new quarterback for NC State as well coming into this one. So we are questionable uh, quarterback on both teams. So with the value of where I made the number, and now it's moved down in my favor, I jumped on over, I mean, under 48 and a half. Terrific number. Uh, 42 and a half is the total right now. And uh, uh, I I think Alex brings up an important point. Look, the way you look at openers in terms of the point spread, look at the openers in uh, in terms of the totals. Um, and totals tend to move uh, very quickly, very early. So, uh, in fact, we actually put up totals uh, later just because of that volatility. So, Alex, uh, bet under the best number. But look at the point spread, but look at the totals as well because you're going to find some, uh, some pretty good disparities at times. And Riley Leonard, uh, that high ankle sprain that he – suffered against Notre Dame at the mm-hmm. end of the game. Right now, the latest report, actually, uh, Pete Thamel, uh, about an hour, about 35 minutes ago, doubtful. So yeah. it is going to probably be the backup there for Duke. I I stayed off of this. The only thing I would have considered if the hook comes back on with NC State, I don't mind taking three and a half. You had availability with that earlier in the week. Yep. Now we're back at three. If the hook reappears, Maybe NC State. Other than that, I'm, I'm going to just stay away from And that's exactly how the game's been bet, Jeff. Yep. Taking three and a half and laying three. And just Duke not by three. That's what you're rooting for, Vinny. Uh, for us, yes. yes. Thank yes. you. Hey, Appreciate hey, that. Yeah. To a 28-25 Duke, be good for the three and a half backers. Be yeah. very bad for you. Thank you. Keep, uh, you just, you're just you're dying. Me. You're dying for us I, to get signed. You love that. I, I, I'm going to keep bringing okay. it into it. Love those numbers. And falling. we came up with a perfect middle for a later game. We're excited to share with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we, yes. That's yes. beautiful. An incredible you. middle, which would be great for, yeah, for both of us. Yeah, just keep piling on. That's no, all right. No, it's okay. okay. All right, let's go to Knoxville next. A&M <laughs> on the road at Tennessee. Tennessee's three. Fifty-four and a half the total, which uh, is here at the South Point. There's some fifty-five in the market as well on that total. Uh, this is another one of those uh, togglers, as Vincenzo would yeah, say. Yeah, another twenty-eight, 20, uh, t- uh, twenty-five, Jeff. Uh, uh, twenty-eight, twenty-five <laughs> would be a lot of fun because that would bring the total into play yes. as well. Uh, Tennessee three was three and a half, back to three. I A and M last week. I played well enough to beat Alabama, but then Jimbo got in the way at the end of the game uh, yet again. Tennessee seems to have found their offense after that really bad game in Gainesville a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think, look, again, uh, this game did open uh, with Tennessee's three-and-a-half point favorites, just like the last game uh, that we were talking about, NC State and Duke, laying the three uh, with the uh, uh, Vols and then taking a three-and-a-half. So, um, But you have to wonder, too, again, about A&M, right? Every year they get to it, but so, there were such high hopes and expectations, and then they get into Alabama to get to a big game, and and we 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 see what happens. So at some point, you wonder about uh, Jimbo Fisher, Alex. Well, and very disappointing. They did lose their starting quarterback, Wigman, and now we have Max Johnson in mm-hmm. there for them. I think Tennessee does have the better quarterback now in this matchup. I think three and a half is the right number, and I'm just going to sit this one out and watch it. 
I uh, I took Tennessee. I laid three. Tennessee also laid. Yeah. I also laid a bad number in the week because I thought it was going to at some point the Tennessee yeah. number was Tennessee was going to get bet. This was going to touch four. Uh, it has not, obviously. But I I do have three as well. I. I don't know what the Texas A&M quarterback situation. I don't know how much of a difference it is from from Wegman to to Johnson. They were back and forth. I, I he, think they're pretty. He's been talking about them going back and yeah. forth for two years. I, I think they're pretty even. Yeah. I, I don't see much of a difference in them. I, I just think Tennessee's a better football team, and they have mm-hmm. figured it out after that. Again, just a dreadful performance in Gainesville a few weeks ago, where they lost that yeah. game to Florida. A game that, quite frankly, they should have won, even though they were clearly the wrong side that evening in the swamp all right Vinny. another 9 a.m pacific one for this one a lot of fun here syracuse as we've said the uh reality is smack the orange in the face you would say the schedule is smack syracuse in the face the schedule is reality yeah <laughs> um, syracuse up to 19 point dogs you guys are the peak of the market here Vinny. yeah we just went to 19 yeah actually, uh, florida uh, state on the air. yeah 19 and the total has only gone down from 56 to 53 and a half i think yeah it's a, which is a little surprising when you've got this a big a favorite too where the total comes uh, comes starts getting under right um again i don't i thought we would see some more uh, over money by the time kickoff arrives at 9 a.m. Pacific. But uh, the thing you want to take take into account here, too, is uh, I, I think a, a couple of receivers might be uh, sitting out for Florida State here, but I don't think it really is going to impact this this number. I mean, I, this is just a, a superior matchup. And again, as we talked about, Syracuse with the great start to the season at 4-0, but the schedule has come, you know, brought them – back to reality and it's you know and, and this is a clear example Alan. yeah I mean it, it really has that schedule has been very tough I have no play on the side if I were to play this I would lean to the over mm-hmm. I might miss that before the nine o'clock but Florida State they are four and one to the over and then Syracuse they they play up tempo just 24 seconds per play averaging 144 plays per game that would be my that would be my only way of going. And, and it has moved down, so it's a good number right 53 now. 53 just moved to another half point. So, so if 53 gonna, now. You're going to go well, over. Uh, now's the time. You see a little subtle uh, salesman trip here. I, I, don't mi- I don't mind the over here. Now, granted, Syracuse last week. Get that mobile app rolling. Go ahead. Syracuse against a, a defense in North Carolina. North Carolina's defense is bad. And Syracuse yeah. mustered a hearty seven points in that game. Right. And four yards of play. That's a little bit alarming going up against a Florida State defense that is in a different class than North Carolina. Good point. By the way, if you like the over in this game, you need Syracuse to get in the end zone a couple of times. Syracuse Syracuse has to score 17 17 at least in order to get you there. A couple of touchdowns minimum, right? Yeah. I mean, 38 17 is what you would need, realistically Mm -hmm. speaking, which would mean a Florida State cover as well. There you go. If you're looking for that. All right, Alex, a game you have here. My alma mater on the road in Lexington, Mizzou at Kentucky. Boy, a, a rivalry that has been, I don't want to say dominated by Kentucky, but Kentucky has had the better of Missouri for the most part over the last decade. Total's gone down from 52.5 to 50.5, and, and this line here at the South Point, open 2.5 on Kentucky, has not changed rock solid week. rock solid at two and a half on this one well whoever made those lines are, who did that <laughs> they're very good so i have i'm using this play in a contest so i have mizzou plus two and a half as you mentioned it has been rough games against kentucky they don't play kentucky the best but these two they're playing for second in the sec east mm-hmm. right I mean, assuming georgia finishes at the top both coming off a loss i think i have the team with the better defense and especially against the run. They've been very well against the run. Offensively, they've had success throwing the ball. I like Brady Cook. We talked about him last week as well because it might be my third week on Mizzou. Not consecutively, but this season, definitely. Very good, Alex. Yeah, two and a half solid. Um, we're going to see how, the, uh, in particular, Kentucky responds to that uh, that beatdown last week in uh, in Athens. Just uh, on, on this series... <laughs> Mizzou won the first three when they moved to the SEC in 2012, 2012 through 2014. Their only win against Kentucky since, since then it was in the pandemic season of 2020. See, and that's tough. Two and a half, I don't love taking two and a half because I'm really just 
predicting they're going to win the you, game. You right? like them to win the game. I yeah, like I mean, that's, that's have, if you're taking the two and a half, that's normally where, where you're looking at that. And there have been some there have been some hellacious beats on Missouri in this rivalry as well. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of controversial officiating in this in this rivalry, but Kentucky. I have no play on this game. I, I can't do it. I, I want to see Vinny brought up how Kentucky, let's see how they bounce back after getting destroyed by Georgia. I want to see how Mizzou bounces back after losing a game they controlled for almost yes. three whole quarters against LSU and then found a way to lose at yes. home last week. Mm-hmm. So this is a bounce back spot for both of these teams to see how they handle losing for the first time in this 2023 season. All right, Vinny, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I love this one. I'm not betting this, but the way that this game is lined in the total, I love this. With Michigan at home against Indiana, this is a conference game, a Big Ten football game. Yes. With a 33-point favorite. Right. And a total of 45-and-a-half on this one. Of course, the Wolverines' huge favorites at the big house today. Well, uh, you you could have taken 34 (laughs) when it opened. (laughs) But uh, look, it's you know uh, again, is is it a look ahead? I I don't think, uh, I don't really think that Harbaugh is going to allow that. I mean, when you look at what Michigan has done in the last co- couple of weeks, uh, they've been a bit more consistent, playing good defense and scoring points. Um, but you know, this one here from thirty four down to uh, thirty three, the total hasn't moved either, Jeff. To your to your point, but if you if I think you, you would lean towards the over here in all likelihood. I, I right? think you kind of have to yeah. in this spot. It's sure. so low. By the way, the market, Vinny, you guys are now the market high on this game at yeah. 45 and a half. Everyone else just moved to 45 in the last yeah, five minutes. See that. So under money on that. Michigan, Alex, last two weeks against Nebraska and Minnesota. It's been competitive. It's been 97 to 17 the last two weeks. Right. And they got to the over themselves. Yes. And, in both games. Yes. yes. And in that covered very nicely. But um, we have Indiana coming off a bye week. I don't think that's enough time to get this offense in um good enough form to play against Michigan here. So I'm staying away from this one, but I agree with you guys. It would definitely be an overplay. Indiana so far this year, they they played Ohio State pretty tough. They covered that number week one at 23 to three. Uh, I think that just had more to do with Ohio State not being ready to play in yeah. week one. Uh, other than that, I mean, they have an FCS win over Indiana State. No, Larry Bird was not playing in that game for the Sycamores. Uh, they played Louisville tough, which in retrospect looks a little bit funky. That game was in Indianapolis. Uh, but the last time we saw the Maryland put 44 on them, and that game was not yeah. competitive. I, I would only – the only play I'd even look at here is the over. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If you, get, if you get 13 somehow out of Indiana, you're getting there today. Oh, 13, sure. you get there pretty Again, easily. You, yeah. Uh, if you get 10, I still think you get there on that. You bet overs, particularly with big underdogs. You need the underdogs yeah. to, to score. You get 10 from Indiana, 38-10, you're good. That's you more go. than realistic. That would also be an Indiana cover if that happened yeah. as well. All right, Alex, another game you're on here. Florida and South Carolina. Betters are taking the Gators this morning from 2-1. to one, Total 51.5 to 50.5 on this one. Uh, SEC East matchup between two teams that been underachievers so far this year they absolutely have jeff but i mean south carolina they're two and three and those three losses are coming from three ranked teams and three of their biggest rivals we've got georgia north carolina and then the most recent tennessee i like the home team here i i didn't get the best number i laid two but home team has won six of the last seven so and then i mean also we have a very experienced quarterback here with spencer rattler Mm -hmm. so completing 73 Percent of his passes, I'm going with uh, South Carolina today. Uh, you're starting to see some picks out there. Yeah, uh, huh. you know, I mean, yeah. we're we're at one, so we're we're yeah, we're so yeah. high. We did yeah. open it too. They took the two, and yeah, and, and this this is money that just came in actually in the last you know uh, twelve hours since uh, since the evening. You know, so would you call guess, Florida that, a public team? No, more more public than South Carolina, Alex. That's that, that's a good question. You know, I think there's just more familiarity with it. But to folks that follow it closely, like you, yeah, you you realize, you know, for for your points, uh, uh, that you know that listen, I'm going to go with the home. You you did you did your homework, you know, not just by position, but by by history here too. So, um, but in terms of, I don't think that they're as public as say. 
uh, Alabama and Georgia, right. but certainly more public than than South than Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. I kind of like the over in this game. There's real no like the way that Florida's offense is played this year. There's fifty really, and a half. Yeah, fifty you, and a half. Yeah. I, I there's there's there is some fifty F- out there. You see some fifty. Yeah, there's some fifty. And so, shop, shop, listen, please you know, shop. Absolutely shop. Yeah. You know it. You know, I I get it, and you, you should do that. Yeah, I, I at fifty, I obviously take the better number, but man, Florida's offense at times this year just looked really, really inept. So that would be the only concern in this one. I, for what it's worth, I do agree with the market move here, but I'm not strong enough to bet Florida in this game uh, at any number. All right, let, let's get one more here before we hit a break. Rutgers, there we go. The Scarlet Knights are favored in the conference game again, Vinny. Four-and-a-half-point four favorites against Michigan State, 39-and-a-half the total in Piscataway at noon Eastern time. They, but they've taken the Spartans in this did. game. Though. They took everything down. Uh, uh, we opened it at 6 on Monday morning, uh, now down to four-and-a-half. And, and listen, yeah, Michigan State, the uh, us-against-the-world mentality, I mean, that's basically what they have to go with uh, in with all the, uh, uh, the, the controversy that's occurred there. So um, will there be some... Uh, some Rutgers money here. I think if it gets to four, then we'll see some Rutgers money. But uh, it's uh, it's been all Spartans uh, to this point. And a low total, one of the lower totals, 39 and a half, which is exactly where it opened. I made Rutgers about a touchdown favorite. I haven't played anything here yet. But as Vinny mentioned, if we get down to four, I may have to lay the point. I agree with with you, Alex. If this gets to four, this would be a lay with Rutgers. You know, this Michigan State team is not any good to begin with, and they've obviously had all sorts of turmoil yeah. with the coaching staff and everything that's gone on. Uh, again, I don't think there's a such thing as a look-ahead spot for a team that's on their level. No. They do play Michigan next week. No. They get, they so get, if they're ever going to get look up ahead for, to the rebuild after yeah, the season. But if, they're, if they're ever going to get up for a game, it would be next week against Michigan in their own building. The other flip side of that is that Michigan could be fully ready for that game, and that could be 48-10 to 10 pretty easily next week. Yes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, a play from Alex in the ACC, Louisville against Pitt, and more when we get back. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. The bright lights, the glitz, the glamour. It all means nothing without a shot, a chance to turn dreams into reality, to change your destiny, to make history. Nothing is given, everything earned. It's more than a race. It's a shot at a championship. The NASCAR playoffs return to Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the South Point 400, October 13th through 15th. At South Point, we want you to have fun, but we also care about your well-being. Guests have access to our private, state-of-the-art fitness center. No need to miss your workout when we have everything you need, even fitness classes. Be well and be strong. And after your workout, you can look your best and feel even better with a visit to the Costa del Sur Salon. Revitalizing manicures, pedicures, haircuts, and colors for both women and men, because you deserve to look your best. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world. Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in at Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex White on the far side of the desk. Of course, last man standing champion That's in college right. football. Vinny Maliulo alongside as well. I was the first man standing. <laughs> and that was it. 
<laughs> Stayed there. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna let that one go without saying anything on the back on the back end. Thank of you, one, Vinny. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep this rolling here. Louisville Pitt up next. Alex Pitt has been a mess to put it politely this year. It's been an ugly year, especially on offense for Pitt. But the betters have taken this down from eight and a half to seven. This was an earlier in the week play for you as well on the Pitt Panthers. Yes, plus eight and a half here with Pittsburgh. It's more of a, a play against Louisville and taking the points here. Pittsburgh, they're going to have a quarterback change. I think that could, you know, ignite this offense and get them going. And then Louisville, they're coming off that big win against Notre Dame. Yeah. So mm -hmm. a little bit of a letdown spot. Yeah, I could see it with uh, to Alex's point about the letdown spot possibly. But Pittsburgh's woes have been under center all season long, really, when you think about it. Uh, injuries uh, but it, it, and inconsistency. So uh, the move really doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's, you know, will we get some uh, some Louisville money perhaps as we get uh, closer to, to kickoff? But it's uh, it's been all about uh, the Panthers here. 44 on the total, uh, which is down a couple of points off of the 46 opener, our opener of 46. Last time we saw Pitt, they were getting blown out by Virginia Tech. It's not a place you want to be in 2023, Ooh. getting blown out by the Hokies. Tech. Uh, you know, this is, this is a pretty classic letdown spot here yeah. with Louisville coming off the biggest win they have had in a very long time a week ago. Uh, in that, play for the play, the ACC. They, they could make the – I mean, them, Just, North Carolina – look, so, it's the assumption Florida State will be there in Charlotte, and I think that's a pretty good assumption at this point. Mm. But UNC, very much alive yes. to get there. Uh, boy, Miami didn't lose last week. That UNC-Miami game really would be for something big today in, in Chapel Hill. But Louisville, that schedule, we even before the year, you could have looked at Louisville and be like, hey, this is a really easy schedule. Yeah. If you things break right, you could make it to yeah. Charlotte. And even if they lost yeah. last week, they still would have been in great shape because, of course, Notre Dame, not a conference game. With that said, if there's a week that Pitt, you would hope would ever score some points. It would hopefully be this week, even though Louisville's defense has looked pretty darn good this year. Boy, that 44 is staring at me, but I just can't pull it on it because it's Pitt's offense, even with the quarterback change, has been disgusting. Not in a good way, in the bad way so far this year with the Panthers. All right, let's uh, let's move along here. Let's go to Cincinnati here. This is a noon east, 9 a.m. Pacific for this one. Vinny, a mover this morning. From five to four, the first move all week on this game. Uh, Iowa State, now four and a half point dogs at Cincinnati. Total's been shot down from 45 to 42 and a half, which is not much of a shock knowing no. these two teams' defense. No, and yeah, I mean, and and their offenses, I guess Iowa State really, you know, they kind of got wildly uh, inconsistent, right? Uh, I think it got on track a couple of weeks ago uh, against Oklahoma State, but I, I'm not so sure. Um, look, there's something for everybody, uh, whether it's this game or not, from five down to four and a half, four, uh, 42 and a half, you know, under money has come in. I think we'll see some over money, perhaps if it hits, uh, 42, I'm starting to see some, uh, 43s actually right now. So nothing for me here. Um, Bearcats trying to snap a three game losing streak and then Iowa state coming off. I mean, pretty decent win over TCU. So stay away from me. I... At five, now granted, five is a dead number, but there, we got a difference now that we're bound to four and a half. I do lean. I At the five, I did like Iowa State. I still probably think it's okay at four and a half. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really don't like the Cincinnati team. I, I'm a little bit surprised at how they've been valued in betting markets so far this year. Now, granted, Iowa State on the road has looked awful this year. Yeah. That ridiculous loss in Athens, Ohio, against Ohio U. They were... Competitive for a half against Oklahoma, and they got totally annihilated in the second half. And Nippert Stadium is not an easy place to play. That that crowd will be in it the whole way through, despite the good Bearcats point. not being as good as they've been in the past few years. Uh, so I will uh, probably stay off. This might be an in-game game. If it's if it's clear that Iowa State is able to move the ball, uh -huh. this will probably be one of those where we hop in on Iowa State in-game. And, and, and if you're betting the in-game, watch it. Watch yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Let's go to the ACC here. At UNC Miami. We talked about this yesterday, a little Vinny. The betters have backed Miami after that disaster, uh, the self-inflicted disaster yes. last week against Georgia Tech. From four to three on this game, UNC landed at home total fifty-seven. 
Again, you know, when uh, Chris Andrews was with us yesterday, we we talked about this. Uh, usually, it, when a player uh, makes a, a key mistake, that particularly one that will cost the team victory, it's the it's the coach that comes to the to the players' aid, rightfully so. Uh, this was a complete opposite last week, where the players <laughs> came to their to their coach's uh, defense, and uh, you, you, so you wonder about the, the psyche here. Uh, of Miami going into play a, a, a good North Carolina team, right? One of the better quarterbacks as well uh, in May. So uh, I, I think this, this is a four thirty game. Uh, this game, I don't know if we'll get back to four, but will it toggle between three and three and a half? Probably uh, at some point, I, I have to believe that we'll see uh, North Carolina money. So I think it'll be an overall two way betting game. Alex um, total has not really moved. I would lean to the over here. As you mentioned, we have two really good quarterbacks. I think Miami um, defensive line is really good, but their secondary seems to be their weakness. Texas A&M put 336 yards through the air. So um, I think we can see points back and forth here with these two. Yeah, would would not shock me at all. Again, uh, last week, <laughs> last week with UNC, that was one of those games where it's, you just need something out of Syracuse, and your total right. gets there. Yeah. You got nothing out of Syracuse, no. and you don't get there even in a game where UNC's in the 40s. Uh, I, I, we, we talked about this yesterday. I just don't know how Miami bounces back sure. from that last uh, week. Uh, I, I really don't. Right. And if they do, those players are a lot more mentally tough than I'm giving them credit for right now. And, and to, that's a good point, Jeff, because maybe this is another end game, right? If, if, yeah. if, if Based on what you're saying, and, and if, you, if you're considering it and you want to observe and see how – they respond, and then here's another in-game opportunity with a, basically a field goal, right? Uh, so, 100%. So, I mean, unless he totally lost his locker room, I think he, I think they get up they for respond. this game. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, again, I would I would lean UNC. I would lean Tar Heels. Uh, even the, the bigger I would, number, I leaned UNC anyway. Even if that didn't happen last week, sideways, I would as well. Carolina, better football team, and more importantly, they have the better quarterback better. in this matchup, where Drake May is. Him and Caleb Williams going one two in the draft, unless if the Bears have number one and number two, and they're taking Marvin Jr. at two and coaching and coaching. Yeah, hey, look, Mac Brown, Mac Brown. It's pretty amazing that he was able to come back and actually do mm -hmm. pretty good. He's done a good job in Chapel job. Hill. Yeah, no uh, for sure. All right, Vinny, I want to touch on this one quickly because Chris brought this game up yesterday. That's right, Georgia Southern at James Madison, one of the bigger handle games of the day here on a Saturday, as we all expected. Uh, you're holding steady, though, from when we talked yesterday. James Madison's still six-point favorite. Yeah, but they they opened as a, a four-point favorite, yep. so they uh, they've they've been they've gotten a lot of support all week long uh, against uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, the total on the game up about a point, point and a half. But uh, yeah, Matt, you know, a, a lot of times you you'll be surprised at a game that you know, everybody thinks it's you know the Power Five conferences that draw the the most. Uh, betting and typically those games do but you've got a game here that's one of the higher handle games of of the day alex because you know people watch and and, and you study you you look at you look at all teams right and you look at all conferences absolutely i love it i love hearing that i watched that yesterday i heard you guys saying that and i understand too i didn't bet it but i like james madison here they're coming off a bye they have revenge last year they lost 38 45 so i like that angle here i mean Jeff, you were just talking about James Madison last week or two weeks, and you know how it's so ridiculous they can't. Ah, it's insane. Have a they can't play in a bowl game, yeah. right? So, I mean, there there's definitely That's... people watching their games yeah. for that reason, and because they've been very entertaining. So, they're a really good football team, right? And also seeing just other teams come up from from the FCS and struggle. Sam Houston State was a power in FCS, right? And they can they look like they should not be in FBS right now. James Madison, two years in, has looked every bit the part of a top 25 FBS caliber program. Uh, with a win today, they'll move to 6-0. and Again, it's ridiculous what the NCAA's rules are. They're just making it up as they go anyway. So uh, James Madison, six-point favorites right now in that one against Georgia Southern. All right, let's go to West Lafayette. Game starting at the top of the hour, Vinny. It's been all Purdue action. How about that? Down to 17. This is the second straight week here now where the betters have come in against Ohio State. Last week, they didn't get there because Maryland did whatever they did in the second half. 
But down to 17 here with a total of 53. Yeah. You know, in the Maryland situation, let's remember, the same thing happened last year, right? In fact, yeah. this year they were tied at half. Last year they were up at half. But, you know, Ohio State writes good halftime adjustments. Again, coaching comes into play. Uh, but here here you have, uh, we just went to 17 uh, a little while ago. It has been all uh, about Purdue. Now, I think Purdue, I think both teams are dealing with some some uh, uh, injuries, uh, particularly in in the back, in the offensive backfield. But I think Ohio State's just deeper uh, at that position. Now, now, will people get involved uh, with with Ohio State here uh, as we approach kickoff? Probably now that we're down to uh, to the low three point low off the twenty opener. Um, over, no real surprise here. I don't think uh, uh, the total sitting at uh, what fifty three now, and uh, yeah. I mean that's up. Uh, that's up considerable. That's about four points. But I, you know what, points are at a, at a, at a premium in particularly in conference matchups, Alex. And I, I'm not surprised by the move. And I assume people are looking at this as a look ahead spot for Ohio State, who has Penn State, Penn State. Yep. up next next week. Um, I didn't get there with Purdue. I don't have a play in this game. Ohio State. I mean, a lot of people say they're a little overrated, but they are still a very good football team, and they are holding opponents to just four yards per play, one of the top in the country. So, yeah, no play for me in this one. Good defense. They've righted things, I think, off of a, a, you know the first couple of weeks, a slow start yes. to Alex's point, and uh, their defense. I think there's one question mark. It's uh, the, probably the quarterback uh, uh, position, but he's been, you know, he's been more consistent in the last couple of weeks. I think Ohio State's and and they've climbed uh, uh, power rating wise uh, in in the last few weeks as well. So uh, I think we've seen a little bit more consistency out of them. Look, this is a big number though. Obviously. I uh, I took uh, I took nineteen and a half earlier okay. in the week yeah. with, with Purdue. Would not suggest doing it now at the seventeen. Again, let's see how Ohio State looks. Alex, you brought it up. Massive look ahead spot with Penn State on deck next week. Uh, last time Ohio State went to Purdue, granted. Team's totally different. Purdue destroyed them on a Saturday night. So uh, again, some sometimes even if the players are the, are different, programs have problems in some spots that don't make a lot of sense. That would be one of them. Yeah. If, if that were to happen today, uh, but at nineteen and a half, thought it was good. Seventeen, I would stay off. It, you missed the best of it. Don't force the action. There are other plays you can make right now. All right, let's go to this one, Vinny. It's been one way traffic on Cal here in Salt Lake City. Later today against Utah, uh, kind of trending based off the way that the market is going. I don't think we're going to see Cam Rising again. Uh, <laughs> for the we might not see Cam Rising this we year. We might not see right? him again. I mean, at period. this point, here we are in the middle Down of October, now. right? Yeah, I just went to nine a little while ago, and uh, this game uh, did open thirteen and a half. I mean, I don't, I don't look. It, 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 it's Cal, but look, look what Stanford did yesterday, right? <laughs> Double digit. Uh, Double-digit dog, and I think maybe that's got something to do with uh, the reaction here by the betters, Alex. I mean, uh, thirteen and a half. We open this game, and it's it's one way. It's a it's a steamer. I've got under here, under forty-five. Um, we're at forty-three, so you got you got under a good number. Good, good. Well, I've been tracking these Utah unders, or you know, riding these Utah unders, and they're five and zero this season. Their defense, we know they are just so good. They have carried them. They are the reason they are four and one. Their offense is definitely struggling without Cam Rising. And I don't like the flip-flop that they keep doing between the two backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I I think we see um, it's Johnson, right? Yeah, I think we see Johnson have the official start and from here on, but you just don't know. And, yeah, under 45 in this Keep adjusting the totals, too, but just to Alex's point, right? Ride it out oh, for sure. I honestly don't mind. Even though it's not the best in the number, I don't mind the under 43. I mean, Utah's shown no ability to score. score. Right. And for Cal, I mean, look, Utah's defense is still really good. Mm-hmm. The game being played the teens would not shock me one bit. No. So, I, I which if it's played the teens, I take a lot for Cal not to cover, even at the bad number at nine, if this thing is played in the teens. All right, let's go to Colorado Springs next. Really good one in the Mountain West. Air Force at home against Wyoming. And winner of this game's in first place alone in the Mountain West. Uh, Fresno with a nice win last night in Logan, uh, winning in, uh, depending on whatever number you got last night, you either won or lost or pushed with that one light last night in Logo, uh, in Logan, I should say. Vinny, this is Toggler. Toggler between 11 and 10 and a half on Air Force and Wyoming. 
Falcons favored in this one, total 41 and a half. Yeah, initial pl- uh, play on uh, uh, on Wyoming uh, from 11 down to 10, and now, you know, bouncing back and forth. Look, this Air Force team, certainly the best uh, of the academies this year, and uh, a terrific team. Great defense, uh, great, good, solid, solid defense, uh, ball control, uh, very disciplined, like a, like an, you would expect out of an academy. Uh, but uh, overall, overall two way action on this game. And again, another game that you, know, you look at a game like this, uh, and you know, and we talked about, uh, you know, the, uh, the the James Madison game. There's more action on on this game than uh, like a Penn State who's an enormous favorite uh, today. So not not real surprising. There's people people find something here. As you mentioned, Air Force is a very good team and the best of the military teams. I was on Wyoming last week over Fresno State, but I didn't get there this week. We're still uncertain if their most explosive player is going to be playing, and that is Whaley, their running back. So I stayed off of this one. Um, I think the number's right where it should be. No play. No play for me in this one. Uh, Air Force, we talked about this yesterday. If, if there was a 12-team playoff this year, Air Force would have a legitimate shot make a case to be in there as the 12 seed. And they are really good. Yes. And Troy Calhoun, at some point, I would imagine some Power Five is going to give him enough money to uh, to get him away from Colorado Springs. But what an amazing job that he has done with that program. All right, the one for the Fremont Cannon here next. That's Kenny. right, the big one. UNLV, UNLV at Nevada. Uh, Wolfpack, winless. UNLV on pace for the best season in a very long time uh, under Barry Odom. Uh, the the betters have only taken a pack though here in this one down to uh, seven and a half. Not not surprising when you have uh, you know this this rivalry game and it is a rivalry here. This is uh, bit th- this is rivalry. this is the biggest game of the year for these two teams. I know it's going to sound crazy to folks, but when you think about it, just like you know th- you know we talk about you know Mississippi Mississippi State right uh, Alabama Auburn. This is this is Nevada's version of of that. And uh, these two teams, uh, there's no love lost. They know what's at stake here. Uh, but uh, no real surprise that they've taken the dog, especially a home dog, Alex, almost uh, three points oh, uh, with the opener of 10. Absolutely. And right. these two have flip-flopped from what they have been in the previous yes. years. You know, UNR was very good, yes. and UNLV struggled. They would be coming into this game, you know, 0-5. But they would they would get there. They would cover or right. win. I mean, this mm-hmm. flip-flops back and forth often. But very proud of these Rebels, 5-0. and oh. A one and four, but five and zero ATS. So hopefully they can keep it going. If this somehow touches seven, it's going to be a play with UNLV. If yeah, this, I if think this, that's what yeah. folks are waiting. If for. this touches seven, it's That'll a UNLV be the, play. The threshold, yeah. Uh, right now, can't do anything on it. Uh, Nevada, I will say, Nevada has been really bad this year. There's no arguing yes. that. But there have been some spots. They got up for the Kansas game. Only lost that game by a touchdown. Would not shock me if they get up for this one as well. But oh, this is this is their game. This is the game. This is, this is the Super Bowl for for the yeah. Wolfpack this year in a, in a lost season. All right, now for the game of the day though, nationally, where College Game Day is Oregon at Washington. Vinny, some threes are reappearing in the market on this one after disappearing mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. So you guys are the lone three and a half in the Vegas market right now. Yep. Total is sixty seven. Uh, this has been a toggler for all the whole week for you yeah. guys, and I would imagine you may toggle back again. Probably laying three with the with the Huskies, uh, taking three and a half with the Ducks. Uh, two terrific programs, two uh, ter- best, really good quarterbacks. Um, you know, probably the better, two good defenses too, right? Oh, yeah. When you think about it, and 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 offenses that are uh, that can put points on the board. By the way, we just went to to sixty seven, so. Uh, ticking up from uh, from 66, uh, but we did open at 67. But a great game here, uh, which is going to have uh, this game is going to have something to say uh, about the playoff. I think Alex. Oh, absolutely, it is. I haven't bet it yet, but I I'm leaning Oregon plus three and a half. I'll probably have to make that play here at South Point. I mean, it's kind of like the Texas Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Give me the points when you have two really good teams like this, yeah. but. Um, and Oregon, one of two teams in the country that is ranked in the top 10 in offensive scoring and defensive scoring. Um, they've only committed one turnover all season. So I understand here, though, backing the home team because there is some field advantage there. Oh, great. In a great setting. Yeah. Great setting up there in Seattle. 
run on the water. I I, I like Washington at three. Uh, now that the threes are reappearing, you can go ahead and lay that three with Washington. This is the game where Michael Penix Jr. wins the Heisman Trophy today against against the, to me a legit top five defense in the country. Right, oh, Penix yeah. will play well. Washington will win in cover, and by Monday he will be the Heisman favorite because USC will lose to Notre Dame later in the day. We'll get to that game a little bit later in this show. But uh, Michael Penix Jr., this is the day where he becomes the Heisman favorite for good and probably ends up winning that trophy in two months' time. Uh, Washington wins, covers. But as I said yesterday, though, for Pac-12's playoff chances, probably is better if Oregon wins this game because Washington's schedule is just so brutal the last month of the season. But if Washington goes 13-0, they might even get the one seed in the college well, football playoff. Yeah, listen, I mean, the good thing is that the, the Pac-12 is – is in the conversation. Now. Yes, they They're, are. You know, they they typically are are done in September, <laughs> in in the in the eyes of uh, of the of the committee. Um, so we 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 know that this is a an, an outstanding conference. These are the two best teams in the conference. Um, to your point, Jeff. Yeah, probably a scheduling edge to the Ducks. I think this is the Ducks' best defensive team. Uh, that, oh, that definitely. We've seen. Definitely. Uh, and we know they they they've had the propensity to score points. Uh, but this one, yeah, I, I, Pac-12 is is in the conversation, and it's good because uh, typically, you know, the uh, the pollsters and and the committee just they just don't watch their games. Well, they're going to watch this one. I can tell you that definitely. And it's in the middle of the afternoon, so yep. they will not be hidden late at night like some of these Pac-12 games are. Another Pac-12 game. This is a good one. Eight o'clock Eastern, five yeah. local in Corvallis. Mm-hmm. I two good football teams in UCLA and Oregon State. UCLA's defense, what what a unit they have been so far this year. Yeah. Vinny, Bruins are four-point underdogs on the road here in Corvallis against the Beavers. You guys are market low on the total, 53-and-a-half. The rest of the market sitting at 54. Yeah, we, uh, we'll probably get back up, Jeff. We did open at 55. Uh, two-way action, four-and-a-half, got down to three-and-a-half, and now we're uh, uh, back up to four. So, uh, But to, to your point, too, UCLA – Thought they would be down this year, uh, but uh, credit them again. Credit this whole conference, you know, uh, and and uh, what 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 it's done. It's a shame it's going away. I mean, this is this is the best Pac-12 football we've seen, Alex. By, and, by and, far, and look it, what's happening. Right, it is a shame. I I didn't jump on this one. I was waiting to see if I could lay three with Oregon State. Never got to three, Mm-mm. if no, I'm we, not mistaken. No. So I do lean. Or um, the Beavers here, but no play. I'm excited about this one as well. Both teams like to run the ball. Should be a really good matchup. I kind of like this under 54. Yeah. I, I know it's not the best in the number from the week, but UCLA's defense is really, really good. And Oregon State's defense, it, look, they've had their struggles. They gave 40 to Cal and 38 to Washington State. But they have some pretty significant home road splits so far. Now, granted, they have not played a good offense at home, but I don't think UCLA's offense is all that good. They've been winning games through their defense this year. So uh, we'll lean to the under at 54 on UCLA and Oregon State. All right, let's go to this one. Alex, you have a play here, and this is honestly not a bad idea, at least until it stops hitting. Auburn at LSU. <laughs> LSU's defense has been non-existent. Let's what, be polite. What let's be polite. They've been non-existent <laughs> this year. Uh, this is a game, actually, Vinny, you guys have the market low. On a total at 60, LSU laying 11. There is some 10.5 in the market as well on this. This total, 4 o'clock game, uh, it go, went up to 61. Uh, I, I think this total will go back up when you when you look at it. Uh, just LSU game, sit, the number sitting at 11. Hasn't moved that much, Alex, uh, You know, maybe a half point. But uh, not really surprised, though. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised, the fact that this, uh, this, this total is what it is. Some 10.5 showing right now. I got over 60 here, mm-hmm. as Jeff mentioned. Um, LSU, until it doesn't hit, I mean, they're 6-0 and to the over. And then on the other side, I like what Hugh Freeze has done with this Auburn team. They went from averaging 22 points a game last season. They're up all the way to 29 this season. So they were able to move the ball against Georgia. Um, you guys mentioned you are not a big fan of LSU's defense. So I think we can get some points out of Auburn here. Well. I, it, it, that's what it's going to take. It's going right. to take Auburn actually moving the ball. Uh, 
been a little inconsistent, even with the better offensive scoring numbers this year. Uh, really good against the, the bad teams on right. the schedule. Moved it a lot better than I would have thought against Georgia. Absolutely. Uh, got slowed down in the second half, which not surprising on that. Uh, but w- what version of Auburn are we getting today? If we get a version of Auburn, and boy, if Auburn gets into the into the high twenties, you're get we're getting there. We're oh, getting there yes. easily if they get into the high twenties. Yeah. Uh, which with this LSU defense uh, should be in play with Auburn on that one. All right, Vinny, I want to bring this one up. Wisconsin hosting Iowa. <laughs> Uh, a 34 and a half total right that was at double digits for a good chunk of the week yeah now down to nine on this one with wisconsin laying and i just taking the hawkeyes when when, when this when this came up this week and you opened 10 and a half 35 i couldn't help but laugh when i saw still laughing and i'm still (laughs) laughing it's it's absurd it's totally absurd Vinny. what what's absurd the total the fact that oh, the we fact have a, that, the fact that we have a game that's thirty four that was double digits for a good you, chunk of the week. Well, you 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 must love the over. I mean, I, but I mean, it's Iowa. That's the problem. I get it. I get it. Well, listen, they've are they surprised every now and then we talk about surprises, right? This this could be a surprise here. You can for if this if you like the over, right? The Hawkeyes have to have to score a couple of touchdowns, right? So is that possible? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not like Wisconsin uh, hasn't given up some points either. So, but uh, it it's not like it. They've they've uh, they've flooded the uh, the counter together. We open at thirty five. It's still right. It's right there. I have no play. Right? I mean, my number is is very close. I I have it thirty eight, but that's not enough for me to want to yeah. go over, especially with these two teams. I don't think Wisconsin is gonna dominate Iowa because they mm-hmm. they're known for their defense and they've yeah. been very good this year. So. I yeah, I didn't know which way to go either. I can't believe I'm about to say that. There we okay, go. We can't wait. But I like the over. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I, I, it's just one of those where it's so comically low. And again, we have seen comically low totals go under with Iowa the last few years. There you go. But this is just one of those where all it's going to take is one defensive touchdown. And then all of a sudden, the balance in this game gets totally messy. And with the way Iowa's offense has looked, especially with the backup quarterback in there, pick six, fumble six the oh, other yeah. way, very much in play. Did get down to 34, Jeff. Yeah, no, I'm I, going to see if we get to 34 again. And if, then, we, if we don't, you'll pounce. Whatever. If 34, I mean, 17 17 to overtime, Vinny. Let's just get there and we're, we're a winner for sure. <laughs> All right, I want to put these two games together because they're starting in a in few moments. They're two SEC big favorites here. Mm-hmm. Arkansas at Alabama. Alabama, 19.5-point favorites. That's the market high right now on that one, yep. Vinny. And Georgia night, yeah. is 32.5 in Nashville against Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, not as much, uh, uh, not a whole lot of action here. We, we've been at 32 the entire time. Uh, the game has been bet under. More movement on the under. Uh, in the Georgia game from fifty uh, from fifty six uh, down to fifty five, but that's that's not a big move. A um, little bit of under money in in the Alabama game as well. So um, again, two big favorites here. Everybody kind of taking a wait and see approach, uh, and 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 valuing uh, uh, valuing uh, almost three touchdowns in, in Alabama's case. Yeah, no play for me on either of these. Um, this I think the number is right there, and I can see. Bama and Georgia covering easily against Arkansas and Vandy, who has not covered in one game still this season. So doesn't push me to take the dog here either. All I will say is there are much better ways to spend your Saturday than sweating out Vanderbilt plus 32 and a half. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the, let's get these two big 12 games together. KU, Kansas on the road in Stillwater. Jason Bean's going to start again for the Jayhawks. Still no Jalen Daniels with a bye week next week before Kansas' big showdown with Oklahoma in two weeks. Kansas is three. The total is 54 and a half. Uh, Vinny, we'll actually get this one on its own because Alex and I are head-to-head on the next one. But, Vinny, I, uh, I, I want to see how Kansas handles being a road favorite for the first time in a very long time mm-hmm. in conference play. Yeah, two programs going opposite, right? I mean, Oklahoma State in recent years has been uh, uh, the more uh, popular, the more the, the stronger program. But Kansas is in, in recent in the last few years has has built a nice uh, a nice football program. And uh, this game here, two way action at three 
uh, under money, though, and I think that's got more to do with Oklahoma State, Alex. It's uh, 54 and a half, which is down three points. To your point, Kansas, I am very impressed with what they have done recently. And Oklahoma State, you know, had a big win that Friday night against Kansas State, and that's the last thing in people's minds. So maybe a little bit mm. of an overreaction there. Um, no play for me. Uh, lean to Kansas. Lean the Kansas. I, I think Oklahoma State also coming off of a, a huge upset last week Very over K-State. K-State. I think they played a little over their heads last week in that game against the Wildcats. All right, Vinny. Alex and I are opposite on this one, but we can middle this game. <laughs> Kansas wow, State. Even at, worse than siding. K- Kansas State at Texas Tech. Vinny, you guys are the only one and a half left in the market, so this is the only place where we could possibly middle this. I took one and a half earlier in the week with Kansas State. Alex, money line Texas Tech. So Texas Tech by one is fine with us. Picking on the poor bookie. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, you're starting to see some ones on this game. Yes, it, uh, really across the board other than here uh, now. Look, pretty good, pretty good two-way action. A little bit more money now showing for uh, for Kansas State. We're still at one and a half. I think we're one of the few, if maybe the only one. You're the only one, one right one now. Yep. Right now. So, um, yeah, 4 o'clock start here, 58 for the total. Uh, no real surprise they're betting this this one over, especially in a, a Texas Tech game. So I am on Tech. I learned a little bit from you guys from doing this these past few weeks because you're like, if you're going to lay the one and a half, maybe you should look for the best yes. money line price. I found minus 115, jumped on that. I don't think this is going to be an easy win for Texas Tech by any means. Um, I am a little concerned about it, but I do like Baron Morton. He has improved week after week for the Red Raiders here. I think you're on the opposite side. You are not a fan. Well, that, that's that's part of the reason that I've been against Texas Tech now for a few weeks, and I've lost the last two. But I'm still not a believer in that, in that quarterback situation there. Uh, Shao broke his fibula against West Virginia. Uh, Texas Tech has won the last two games. But granted, the opponents that they played are arguably two of the three worst teams in the conference. So step up in class today. Definitely That's step part up. of the reason. And also to Kansas State. I know they're battered defensively, a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. They're coming off of just a dreadful loss. Can't lose that game in Stillwater like they did a week ago. So be paying somebody. Maybe <laughs> yeah. both. Maybe both. Beautiful. All right. One last college game, and then we have one last thing before we get out of here yeah. today. Right. Notre Dame, USC, Vinny. Notre Dame is a three-point favorite at home against Southern Cal and. A game where, look, if you're USC, you got to find a way here to get this win and keep yourself undefeated and allow yourself some breathing room to potentially lose a conference game. Well, I, I'm not. Yeah, the breathing room is is going to be is going to be tight. I think uh, weather's going to be a bit of a of, of a factor here. It's going to be well. soggy. Yeah, soggy. I think maybe some wind. Uh, Notre Dame, a terrific schedule. Uh, and and really a, a a better defense. Let's face it, 100%. SC's defense. Not only this year we saw it last year, uh, but this game here, <clears throat> toggling, laying three, taking three and a half. Uh, this will be the uh, uh, this will be the high. This one and the Oregon Washington game will be the two highest bet games of the day. I don't think that'll surprise anybody. Um, but this one is also going to have everything going to it. So at four thirty, Alex, it'll depend how this number moves. I think because of what's going. According to the value with my number, the play was the over. I'm glad I heard about the weather before I made that. So I I haven't made any bets yet. Um, it's tough. I really like Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman and Notre Dame. I mean, they already have two losses. They really need this one. But as you mentioned, USC needs this one as well. And yeah. mm-hmm. they survived triple overtime last week against Arizona. Fortunate. Fortunate. So we'll see what they do here. Do you? I have nothing. I have nothing. This is just one of those, again, and kind of the same thing as Miami. How does Notre Dame respond from their second loss, which means you're done. You're not making a playoff at 10-2 and this year. How do you respond in a game that is a huge rivalry game, USC, Notre Dame? So I'm just curious how the Irish respond. All right, before we go, Vinny. South Point 400 tomorrow. Yes. Race NASCAR weekend and uh, a great weekend uh, of race. We have the uh, Xfinity race today. Uh, and we do have uh, uh, tickets uh, available. We have free tickets. You have uh, the opportunity to come up to the counter. Uh, Jimmy Vaccaro's got a, a ticket special for today's Xfinity race. It goes at 1230. Uh, but uh, a great betting menu here. We've got uh, not only who's going to win the race, uh, manufacturer. You can bet uh, odd or even car. We've got the you know groups of four, so you don't have to win the race. You just win your group. So 
this, we we love to promote uh, uh, the South Point 400, especially. Uh, I mean, it's obviously our race, but all, like all events that are here in Las Vegas, always about twenty, at least twenty five percent more handle uh, because it's an event here. We see it with boxing, we see it with UFC, we see it obviously with uh, the Golden Knights, uh, and of course our uh, soon to be repeat champs, Las Vegas Aces. We'll go at it tomorrow. Aces go for the sweep of the Liberty tomorrow in Brooklyn. That's all the time we have. We'll see you again tomorrow, yeah. right at 24 hours from now, at this 9 o'clock Pacific slot, previewing week six in the National Football League. For Alex White, for Vinny Maliolo. Shout out to the crew. Sean, Ryan, Jerry, doing great work back there. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you tomorrow on Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio.